Part Three of Astrophil and Stella. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Clett. Astrophil and Stella, by Sir Philip Sidney. Part Three. Sonnets sixty-one to eighty-four. Oft with true sighs, oft with uncalled tears, Now with slow words, now with dumb eloquence, I Stella's eyes assail, invade her ears. But this at last is her sweet-breathed defence, That who indeed in felt affection bears, So captives to his saint both soul and sense, That wholly hers all selfness he forbears, Thence his desires he learns, his life's course thence. Now since her chaste mind hates this love in me, With chastened mind I straight must show That she shall quickly me from what she hates remove. O oh, Doctor Cupid, thou for me reply, Driven else to grant by angels sophistry, That I love not, without I leave to love. Late tired with woe, even ready for to pine, With rage of love I called my love unkind. She is whose eyes love, though unfelt, doth shine, Sweet said that I true love in her should find. I joyed, but straight thus watered was my wine, That love she did, but loved a love not blind, Which would not let me, whom she loved decline from nobler course, Fit for my birth and mind, And therefore by her love's authority Willed me these tempests of vain love to flee, And anchor fast myself on virtue's shore. Alas, if this the only metal be of love, New coined to help my beggary, Dear, love me not, that you may love me more. O oh, grammar rules, O oh, now your virtues show, So children still read you with awful eyes, As my young dove may in your precepts wise Her grant to me by her own virtue know. For late, with heart most high, with eyes most low, I craved the thing which ever she denies. She, lightning love, displaying Venus's skies, Lest once should not be heard, twice said, No, no. Sing, then, my muse, now I paean sing, Heaven's envy not at my high triumphing, But grammar's force with sweet success confirm. For grammar says, O oh, this, dear Stella, way, For grammar says, to grammar who says nay, That in one speech two negatives affirm. Doubt you to whom my muse these notes intendeth, Which now my breast or charge to music lendeth, To you, to you all song of praise is due, Only in you my song begins and endeth. Who hath the eyes which marry state with pleasure, who keeps the key of nature's chiefest treasure, 
To you, to you, all song of praise is due. Only for you the heaven forgat all measure. Who hath the lips, where wit in fairness reigneth? Who womankind at once both decks and staineth? To you, to you all song of praise is due. Only by you Cupid his crown maintaineth. Who hath the feet, whose step all sweetness planteth? Who else for whom fame worthy trumpets wanteth? To you, to you all song of praise is due. Only to you her sceptre Venus granteth. Who hath the breast, whose milk doth passions nourish, Whose grace is such that when it chides doth cherish? To you, to you all song of praise is due, Only through you the tree of life doth flourish. Who hath the hand which without stroke subdueth, Who long dead beauty with increase reneweth? To you, to you all song of praise is due, only to you all envy hopeless rueth. Who hath the hair which, loosest, fastest, tieth? Who makes a man live, then glad when he dieth? To you, to you all song of praise is due. Only of you the flatterer never lieth. Who hath the voice which soul from senses sunders? Whose force but yours the bolts of beauty thunders? To you, to you, all song of praise is due. Only with you are miracles, not wonders. Doubt you to whom my muse these notes intendeth, Which now my breast o'ercharged to music lendeth. To you, to you, all song of praise is due. Only in you my song begins and endeth. No more, my dear. No more these counsels try. O oh, give my passions leave to run their race. Let fortune lay on me her worst disgrace. Let folk o'ercharged with brain against me cry. Let clouds bedim my face, break in mine eye. Let me no steps but of lost labour trace. Let all the earth with scorn recount my case. But do not will me from my love to fly. I do not envy Aristotle's wit, nor do aspire to Caesar's bleeding fame, nor ought do care, though some above me sit, nor hope, nor wish another course to frame, but that which once may win thy cruel heart. Thou art my wit, and thou my virtue art. Love, by sure proof I may call thee unkind, that gives no better ear to my just cries. Thou whom to me such my good turns should bind, As I may well recount, but none can prize. For when, naked boy, thou couldst no harbour find In this old world, grown now so too too wise, I lodged thee in my heart, And being blind by nature born, I gave to thee mine eyes. Mine eyes, my light, my heart, my life, alas, if so great services may scorn it be, yet let this thought thy tigrish courage pass, that I perhaps am somewhat kin to thee. Since in thine arms, if learned fame truth hath spread, thou bear'st the arrow, I the arrow-head.
And do I see some cause a hope to feed? Or doth the tedious burden of long woe in weakened minds, Quick apprehension breed, of every image which may comfort show? I cannot brag of word, much less of deed. Fortune wheels still with me in one sort slow, My wealth no more, and no wit less my need. Desire still on the stilts of fear doth go. And yet amid all fears a hope there is stolen to my heart, Since last fair night, nay, day, Stella's eyes sent to me the beams of bliss, Looking on me while I looked other way. But when mine eyes back to their heaven did move, They fled with blush, which guilty seemed of love. Hope, art thou true, or dost thou flatter me? Doth Stella now begin with piteous eye The ruins of her conquest to espy? Will she take time, before all racked be? Her eye's speech is translated thus by thee. But fail'st thou not in phrase so heavenly high? Look on again, the fair text better try. What blushing notes dost thou in margin see? What sighs stolen out or killed before full-born? Hast thou found such and such like arguments? Or art thou else to comfort me forsworn? Well, how so thou interpret the contents? I am resolved thy error to maintain, Rather than by more truth to get more pain. Stella, the only planet of my light, Light of my life and life of my desire, Chief good, whereto my hope doth only aspire, World of my wealth and heaven of my delight, why dost thou spend the treasure of thy sprite, With voice more fit to wed Amphion's lyre, Seeking to quench in me the noble fire Fed by thy worth, and kindled by thy sight? And all in vain, for while thy breath most sweet, With choicest words thy words with reasons rare, Thy reasons firmly set on virtue's feet, Labour to kill in me this killing care. O oh, think I then, what paradise of joy it is, So fair of virtue to enjoy! O oh, joy, too high for my low style to show, O oh, bliss, fit for a nobler state than me! Envy, put out thine eyes, lest thou do see What oceans of delight in me do flow! My friend, that oft saw through all masks my woe. Come, come, and let me pour myself on thee. Gone is the winter of my misery. My spring appears, O oh, see what here doth grow. For Stella hath with words where faith doth shine, Of her high heart given me the monarchy. I, I, O oh, I may say that she is mine, and though she give but thus conditionally this realm of bliss, While virtuous course I take, No kings be crowned, but they some covenants make. My muse may well grudge at my heavenly joy, If still I force her in sad rhymes to creep. She oft hath drunk my tears, 
Now hopest enjoy nectar of mirth, since I Jove's cup do keep. Sonnets be not bound prentice to annoy. Trebles sing high as well as basses deep. Grief but love's winter livery is. The boy hath cheeks to smile as well as eyes to weep. Come then, my muse, show thou height of delight in well-raised notes. My pen the best it may shall paint out joy, though but in black and white. Cease, eager muse, peace, pen, for my sake stay. I give you here my hand for truth of this. Wise silence is best music unto bliss. Who will in fairest book of nature know How virtue may best lodged in beauty be? Let him but learn of love to read in thee, Stella, Those fair lines which true goodness show. There shall he find all vices overthrow, Not by rude force, but sweetest sovereignty of reason, From whose light those night-birds flee, That inward sun in thine eyes shineth so. And know content to be perfection's heir, Thyself dost strive all minds that way to move, Who mark in thee what is in thee most fair. So while thy beauty draws the heart to love, As fast thy virtue bends that love to good. But ah, desire still cries, Give me some food. Desire, though thou my old companion art, and oft so clings to my pure love, That I one from the other scarcely can descry, While each doth blow the fire of my heart. Now from thy fellowship I needs must part, Venus is taught with Dian's wings to fly, I must no more in thy sweet passions lie, Virtue's gold now must head my Cupid's dart. Service and honour, wonder with delight, Fear to offend, will worthy to appear, Care shining in mine eyes, faith in my sprite. These things are left me by my only dear. But thou, desire, because thou wouldst have all, Now banished art. But yet, alas, how shall? Have I caught my heavenly jewel, Teaching sleep most fair to be? Now will I teach her that she, when she wakes, is too, too cruel. Since sweet sleep her eyes hath charmed, the two only darts of love, Now will I with that boy prove some play while he is disarmed. Her tongue, waking, still refuseth, giving frankly niggard no. Now will I attempt to know what no her tongue sleeping useth. See, the hand which waking guardeth, Sleeping grants a free resort. Now will I invade the fort, Coward's love with loss rewardeth. But, O oh, fool, think of the danger Of her just and high disdain. Now will I, alas, refrain. Love fears nothing else but anger. Yet those lips so sweetly swelling Do invite a stealing kiss. Now will I but venture this, Who will read must first learn spelling. O oh, sweet kiss! But ah, she is waking, 
Lowering beauty chastens me. Now will I away hence flee. Fool! More fool for no more taking. Love still a boy, and oft a wanton is, Schooled only by his mother's tender eye. What wonder, then, if he his lesson miss, When for so soft a rod dear play he try? And yet my star, because a sugared kiss in sport I sucked, While she asleep did lie, doth lower, nay, chide, nay, threat for only this. Sweet, it was saucy love, not humble I. But no excuse serves, she makes her wrath appear in beauty's throne. See now who dares come near those scarlet judges, threatening bloody pain. O oh, heavenly fool, thy most kiss-worthy face, Anger invests with such a lovely grace, That anger's self I needs must kiss again. I never drank of Agonippe well, Nor ever did in shade of Tempe sit, And muses scorn with vulgar brains to swell, Poor layman I for sacred rites unfit. Some do I hear of poets' fury tell, But, God wot, wot not what they mean by it. And this I swear by blackest brook of hell, I am no pick-purse of another's wit. How fall it, then, that with so smooth an ease my thoughts I speak, And what I speak doth flow in verse, And that my verse best wits doth please? Guess we the cause. What, is it thus? Fie, no. Or so? Much less. How, then? Sure, thus it is. My lips are sweet, inspired with Stella's kiss. Of all the kings that ever here did reign, Edward named forth, as first in praise I name, not for his fair outside, nor well-lined brain, Although less gifts imp feathers oft on fame, Nor that he could young, wise, wise, valiant frame His sire's revenge, joined with a kingdom's gain, And gained by Mars, could yet mad Mars so tame, That balance weighed what sword did late obtain. Nor that he made the flower de loose so frayed, Though strongly hedged of bloody lion's paws, That witty Lewis to him a tribute paid. Nor this, nor that, nor any such small cause, But only for this worthy knight durst prove To lose his crown, rather than fail his love. She comes, and straight therewith her shining twins Do move their rays to me, who in her tedious absence lay benighted in cold woe. But now appears my day, the only light of joy, the only warmth of love. She comes with light and warmth, which like aurora prove of gentle force, so that mine eyes dare gladly play with such a rosy morn, whose beams most freshly gay scorch not, but only do dark chilling sprites remove. But, lo, while I do speak, it groweth noon with me, Her flamy glistering lights increase with time and place, 
My heart cries, ah, it burns, mine eyes now dazzled be. No wind, no shade can cool, what help then in my case? But with short breath, long looks, staid feet and walking head, Pray that my son go down with meeker beams to bed. Those looks, whose beams be joy, whose motion is delight, that face whose lecture shows what perfect beauty is, that presence which doth give dark hearts a living light, that grace which Venus weeps that she herself doth miss, that hand, which without touch holds more than Atlas might, those lips, which make death's pay a mean price for a kiss, that skin, skin whose past praise hue scorns this poor term of white, those words which do sublime the quintessence of bliss, that voice which makes the soul plant himself in the ears, that conversation sweet where such high comforts be, as construed in true speech the name of heaven it bears, makes me in my best thought and quietest judgment see, that in no more but these I might be fully blessed. Yet, ah, my maiden muse doth blush to tell the rest. Oh, how the pleasant airs of true love be infected by those vapours, which arise from out that noisome gulf, which gaping lies between the jaws of hellish jealousy, a monster, others' harm, self-misery, beauty's plague, virtue's scourge, sucker of lies, who his own joy to his own hurt applies, and only cherish doth with injury, who since he hath, by nature's special grace, so piercing paws as spoil when they embrace, so nimble feet as stir still though on thorns, so many eyes eye seeking their own woe, so ample ears as never good news know, is it not evil that such a devil want horns? Sweet kiss, thy sweets I fain would sweetly indite, Which even of sweetness sweetest sweetener are, Pleasingest consort, where each sense holds apart, Which coupling doves guides Venus's chariot right, Best charge and bravest retreat in Cupid's fight, A double key which opens to the heart, most rich, when most his riches it impart, Nest of young joys, schoolmaster of delight, Teaching the mean at once to take and give, The friendly fray where blows doth wound and heal, The pretty death, while each in other live, Poor hope's first wealth, hostage of promised weal, Breakfast of love. But lo, lo, where she is, Cease we to praise, now pray we for a kiss. Sweet swelling lip, well mayst thou swell in pride, Since best wits think it wit thee to admire, Nature's praise, virtue's stall, Cupid's cold fire, Whence words, not words, but heavenly graces, slide. The new Parnassus, where the muses bide, Sweetener of music, wisdom's beautifier, Breather of life and fastener of desire, Where beauty's blush in honour's grain is dyed. Thus much my heart compelled my mouth to say, But now, spite of my heart, my mouth will stay, Loathing all lies, doubting this flattery is. And no spur can his resty race renew, 
without how far this praise is short of you, sweet lip, you teach my mouth with one sweet kiss. O oh, kiss which dost those ruddy gems impart, or gems, or fruits of new-found paradise, breathing all bliss and sweetening to the heart, teaching dumb lips a nobler exercise. O oh, kiss which souls, even souls, together ties by links of love, and only nature's art. How fain would I paint thee to all men's eyes, or of thy gifts at least shade out some part. But she forbids, with blushing words, she says she builds her fame on higher-seated praise. But my heart burns, I cannot silent be. Then since, dear life, you fain would have me peace, and I, mad with delight, want wit to cease, stop you my mouth with still, still kissing me. Nymph of the garden where all beauties be, Beauties which do in excellency pass, His who till death looked in a watery glass, Or hers, whom naked the Trojan boy did see. Sweet garden nymph, which keeps the cherry tree, Whose fruit doth far this parian taste surpass, Most sweet fair, most fair sweet, Do not, alas, from coming near those cherries banish me, For though full of desire, empty of wit, Admitted late by your best-graced grace, I caught at one of them a hungry bit. Pardon that fault. Once more grant me the place, And I do swear, e'en by the same delight, I will but kiss, I never more will bite. Good brother Philip, I have borne you long. I was content you should in favour creep, While craftily you seemed your cut to keep. As though that fair soft hand did you great wrong. I bear, with envy, yet I bear your song, When in her neck you did love ditties peep. Nay, more fool I oft suffered you to sleep In Lily's nest, where love's self lies long. What doth high place ambitious thoughts augment? Is sauciness reward of courtesy? Cannot such grace your silly self content, But you must needs with those lips billing be, And through those lips drink nectar from that tongue? Leave that, Sir Fip, lest off your neck be wrung. If Orpheus' voice had force to breathe such music's love Through pores of senseless trees, as it could make them move, if stones good measure danced, the Theban walls to build, To cadence of the tunes which Amphion's lyre did yield, More cause a like effect at leastwise bringeth. O stones, O trees, learning, hearing, Stella singeth. If love might sweeten so a boy of shepherd brood, To make a lizard dull to taste love's dainty food, If eagle fierce could so in Grecian maid delight, as his light was her eyes, her death his endless night. Earth gave that love, heaven I trow love refineth. O beasts, O birds, look, love, lo, Stella shineth. The birds, beasts, stones, and trees feel this, and feeling love. And if the trees nor stones stir not the same to prove, 
nor beasts, nor birds do come into this blessed gaze. Know that small love is quick, and great love doth amaze. They are amazed, but you with reason armed. O eyes, O ears of men, how are you charmed! Highway, since you my chief Parnassus be, and that my muse to some ears not unsweet, tempers her words to trampling horses' feet, more oft than to a chamber melody. Now blessed you, bear onward blessed me to her, where I my heart safeliest shall meet. My muse and I must you of duty greet with thanks and wishes, wishing thankfully. Be you still fair, honoured by public heed, by no encroachment wronged nor time forgot, nor blamed for blood, nor shamed for sinful deed. And, that you know I envy you no lot, of highest wish, I wish you so much bliss, hundreds of years you Stella's feet may kiss. End of Part 3